Hey. Cash flow on the beat, beat, beat. Let's get it. In the words of the great philosopher, Young Jeezy. <laughs> Let's get it. Hey. Have him spit some words. Uh, uh, ATL in Charlotte. All that good work. So, anyhow, we back. Another week. Um, Top to the conversation. Bobby Head. Just, hey, hey. All that good stuff. Um, pray a week's been going well. We out here just vibing. Um, walking towards this ooh, season that they call fall. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's getting ready. I like this season. This is turtleneck season. But no, it, it's sweater season for me. Sweater season. But um, the question that I had the other day was, are turtlenecks still cool? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I have never... Worn, I haven't worn a turtleneck since I was like five years old. Man, you I, missing out. I, I hated them joints, man. <laughs> and... Um, they was like, nah, turtlenecks are cool. I was like, what? Turtlenecks are still cool. Who's wearing turtlenecks? So, I guess Fabio over here is telling me that turtlenecks is something I should get into with a blazer. <laughs> Look real spiffy. They told yeah, me yourself, you just can't put the chain on the outside. You gotta get you another chain. Haters. <laughs> so, put a, a turtleneck on with um, a blazer. Yeah. Versus yeah, having right. one and. Um, it's a long coat blazer, man. Ooh, yeah. right. Man, so we out here before we get into the show, man. We're just talking. I went I went through the closet, you know, spring cleaning in the winter. <laughs> it is. So I was put, I was actually a couple weeks ago, I was putting up my winter stuff. I don't know why I was doing it. It's summer, it's almost time for the time. But I was boxing up a bunch of winter stuff. And I said, bro, you need to stop buying so many coats. I have five, six trench coats. Two what you going to do with six trench coats? Six trench coats, but they most of them London fog. So you know, okay, okay, I, 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 I have a little bit of style. Um, but I have like two blacks, a beige, two blues. I think I got a brown. Then slid over. Somebody trying to try to call you. Oh Lord, they trying to get me. Trying, your wife trying to make sure that's the wifey. Um, and then I went to my other closet. I have um, what was it? Four pea coats. Um, and I think I have, I'm up to. So I went into another closet and found suits that were in a box I had boxed up. I have okay. twenty suits. I was like, bro, you need to stop this. This is ridiculous. So, no more. I was buying stuff because I was getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep having to lose weight so I can buy more stuff. All I have to say is just some weird stuff, man. I understand people when they start buying stuff because yeah, they don't want to lose weight. Yeah, now you got you got to go ahead and get healthy. Oh, yeah. This, this 40 healthy is different right now. Man, I, I look, take extra to do everything. Where I ain't sexy like that, like I thought I was. <laughs> and she, and you walk around, and I seen uh, these older brothers that were 50 with their shirt off. I was like, man, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> they got the picture of like Shamar Moore, uh, what's that, Morris Chestnut, I think it was Will Smith and uh, Lorenz Tate. Uh-huh. The four of them, they're on their 50s now. Yeah. Seems like this is what 50 looks like. 
I said, it's not what 50 looks like right now. Stop Man, this. look, we got to get on it, man. We got to we got to get on it. Got to compete. Yeah, you got to get on that, like, the, uh, the, the character on your shirt. The All Might. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be swole, like, yeah. <laughs> but anyhow, we're here for another week. Just some random conversation, man. Um, tapping to catch it on the mic. This is your brother, uh... I want to say Dumbalicious. Uh, <laughs> Yusuf Muhammad, Yam's creation, um, the 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 Duke of the Air, um, Mr. Soul Tree Voice himself when he's the talking Duke clear. Of the air. Uh when I'm not it's the Duke of the Air, Brother Yusuf Muhammad, Yam's creation. And I'm here with the illustrious known hey, brother. I don't know who it is. It's Tim Hargrove, Dark Shine I really appreciate y'all coming through. Um, welcome. Welcome to today's show. Welcome, welcome nights. <laughs> welcome nights. I, I really wanted to get into this because I guess you can introduce the subject because I know you titled it. Uh no, I'm gonna let you do this one because I don't want to be messed up this one. We, I know we we're talking offline in regards to this one, and um, this is for all you youngins out there. Well, you know, <laughs> youngins and oldins, oldins, oldies but goodies, but youngins but uh, with no knowledge. <laughs> but you know what? A lot of people, it seemed like people always find a way to fight. You know, it's, it's this versus that. And birthday generation dis- after generation, and birthday discriminations, you and know? birthday racism. <laughs> Honestly, um. Because everybody wants to say what generation was better than the last generation. You know, they got the, the baby boomers and the generation X and the generation next and the millennials and the generation Y and Z. And now I guess they'll start back over generation alpha and zero. And <laughs> <laughs> But everybody wants to talk about what it was like back in the day. Back in my day. And how they carried themselves. But in a lot of ways, it's true. Because in each generation, you have different values. But in another way, I heard um, Karis once said something. Uh-oh. And Show so, your age, nigga. <laughs> hey, you know, the youngins don't even know who that is. They're like, uh, KR2? What? <laughs> is that a video game? Yeah, but he was a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> is that an AI function or something? <laughs> you know, Karis once said that uh, that the younger generation that listens to the older generation moves faster amongst younger people. But the older generation that listens to the younger generation moves faster amongst older people because they're both sharing knowledge. True. And But a lot of times people look at that generation, oh man, when we back in our day, we used to do this and we used to do that. And a lot of times the time is different. Like, for instance, you got the uh, Generation X against Generation Y. And a millennial saying, well, we were the last to really play outside. And, you know, some millennials said, to, you know, we were last set play outside and we had this, that, and third. And, you know, you got the baby boomers. Well, back in our day, you know, how we all own homes. You know, y'all don't even stay on your jobs long enough. And, you know, y'all don't stay together. And, you know, and everybody has their own opinion toward that. It's, well, you know, first of all, houses didn't cost Nowhere near what they would cost, <laughs> even when you factor in inflation, you know. Speak to that, my brother. Yeah, and you're looking at houses used to cost about double and a half about what your yearly salary was. So if you made 15000 a year, your house is going to cost, you know, maybe 45000 mm. You go back far enough, they were 15000 mm-hmm. You know, so even though you're looking at, well, they weren't making a whole lot, but the equivalent of that 
you know, houses were way more affordable. And we we all know that everybody listening to this podcast has paid a bill, you know, paid a mortgage or, or rent. You so, know that 2018, everything was affordable. Now people are getting into, you know, relationships and they moving in together. They ain't even together. They just look, yeah, I don't want to be homeless. <laughs> you know? to right and when there. you're looking at, you know, you know, just just that. The whole thing, and the other thing is like the respect and people's moral values have drastically changed. Mm. Things that you would see people doing that they would never do. And people go, oh, well, you know, the culture, but it, the really, the American culture has severely changed throughout the generation. You know, you got where, how people would treat themselves with respect, you know, they, certain things that they would not do as a human being you know, in one generation versus the next generation? Well, I would like to start off with the great philosophers from the Atlanta area, prone to so-so death, the young bloods. <laughs> with the great philosophy that came out in, um, I think it's 2002, 2003, if you don't give a damn... And we'll give a fuck. <laughs> so the, with that as the philosophy that, that we're going to run with for me is that we're fucking paying attention to the wrong things. Yeah, we are. Like, we are so focused on things that separate and divide us that we don't look at the things that are common amongst us. Yeah. Like, we talk about birthday racism. Oh, you must be an <laughs> or Arab. astrology for those yeah, <laughs> trying to be. Why you keep talking about birthday racism? Astrology. <laughs> if you're an Aries, you must be this type, and you know all. Who's the toxic sign? That's BS to me. I say, look, it's not a toxic sign. It's a toxic person and the personalities. Yeah, because I know a bunch of dickhead Aries. That's what we are. Yes, I give you that one. But it's some of them that are very generous, and some of them that are not. But people say, oh, you're Aries. I know you. No, you don't. But with this millennium thing, I'm just trying to use an introduction. This separation of um, damn near church and state is what it is to me because we're separating the old from the young yeah. and we're not teaching the things that would help each other develop and grow. Because like you said, I love how you just started off with the AI KRS-One <laughs> <laughs> and his quote that, you know, if one's teaching... It's it's a continuous cycle. Yeah. And minister, I love my minister. Y'all know that. So I got to drop him in there in every show. Minister Farrakhan was once talking about, in one of his lectures, about the pursuit of knowledge is a forever going thing. And if you, once a person stops that pursuit, they're then dead. Yeah. Because knowledge is forever growing you. And he was like 70 at that point. He said, I remember, he was, I was at the farm and I was walking and there was this child at the farm. And he was playing with ants. Mm -hmm. And he said, the young man was so, you know, into the ants. He sat there and gave me a whole lesson about ants, something I never knew. Mm -hmm. And he took that, that kind of points. He was in a lecture later on with some stuff. And he was just saying that to be arrogant enough to say that someone can't teach you is a downfall for you in life. Yeah. And we use this, ooh, man, we, and I'm not even going to say we as a people. I'm saying we as black folks. I'm going to start with us because yeah. I, I don't, I deal with white folks, but I don't know too much about them. But even the ones I see, 
like you said, I don't deal with this. I don't know enough about them, and I'm not a part of that culture right. to even speak on it. Right, I, I don't. So I stick to black folks. I stick so. to black folks, and then them. But the ones that you do know, you can say I've I've not really heard too many of them talking about. Well, you generation why y'all don't understand? They just say my kids. Mm. They don't never listen to me. Them young folks over there don't do this, but they still not using it as a separating tool all the time. We use it as a separating tool because just like in slavery, because it's a systematic program that we've had over a year, everything has been used to separate. Yeah. Female, male, young, old, light skin, dark skin. Ratchet classic. Right. <laughs> Whatever we use, we're using ways to separate us instead yeah. of saying, all right, look, young fella, come over here and sit down. And that's what I do love about our grandparents. Now, some of y'all grandparents is 30. My grandparents is like... <laughs> is it 30? No. <laughs> My grandparents is like 70, 80, 90s. You know what I'm saying? So our grandparents, when we were younger, remember that? Come here, young man. Yeah. Come here, man. Let me let me talk to you. We don't have a lot of that nowadays. And you would have an actual conversation as well. Yes. Like, it's not just a teaching, but what I loved about my grandmother, she could sit down and listen. You know, she she tell you about yourself. Quickly. You know, but... You know, when my grandmother was was still here amongst the living, now she's an ancestor. But I could talk to her about things. And she would express, it, it, you know, when you listen, first of all, she taught me to learn a lot more by listening. Mm. And I think that, like you said, it's always the separation between the generations. And they want to compare and contrast. But every generation had the challenges from the last generation. Like the baby boomers were considered rebels amongst their parents and grandparents. Oh. You know, they were, they were, uh, that's where the whole James Dean and the whole Rebel Without a Cause really started with. That's a good point. I didn't think about and that. And so, you know, they were hippies. You know, they were, they were, uh, you know, some of them, you know, everybody had their, their, yeah. mm. their generation was the plight of the other. And, but it's just that it's the ways to separate people because, like, even with, um, Generation X. I remember they used to, they coined that and it was a bad thing, but they flipped it. It was like, yeah, we Generation Next. Right. <laughs> they made commercials about it. But, we, but oh, were we Generation Next? We X? millennials. We still considered millennials. I thought, I swear we was X. Yeah, they switched it. So they, they, they switched it on, on you. You know, it is funny because you don't even know what, where you fall at. You where you at? Because I remember you know? we were Generation the Pepsi generation. Yeah, that's what they used to call us. Right. Growing like they up. hadn't figured out a name for it yet. Oh, gotcha. So, for us, it's like, like you say, they, they always try to separate us. And, you know, when you look at this versus that, it's supposed to be different. We're living in different times. We're in times where there are kids who are grown who never saw a world without the Internet. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, they don't know what it's like to not have Internet. So, and they're adults. You know what I mean? So, we were, when you're looking at that, there's so much that has changed. Technology has changed so much fundamentally where children don't have conversations with adults. They listen to them online, but their whole world is online. Can I put some razzle dazzle on this? Go ahead. <laughs> Fritz and frazzle. Um, I like what you said earlier that each generation was that change that challenge whatever yeah but going back to the conversation we talked about our father long long couple first episodes 
when I talked about how each generation is supposed to be better than the previous generation. Yeah. If not, it's a straight line. But if one's better than the next, it becomes a step for those who don't weren't on the show at that point. So this generational battle, if we embraced it instead of using it as a fighting stance, because think about it, the, the, the progression of life. We've seen, our generation has almost seen the full progression of technology. The only thing that we didn't really see was the development of the television. But that so our parents have seen the full progression. Our generation has been able to understand it. We saw the TV go from that big ass console the with fat the booty back, right? TV with, with, with the with the record player on the top. <laughs> to we have flat screens that are eighty inches big, uh, we or saw, to the point where people don't even want TVs. That that one we've seen. The television, the the phone, go from that brick that you had on your on your on your phone, then it went to the wall, mm-hmm. then it went to um, then we had the the ones outside we call the telephones on the uh, uh, you talking about the uh, phone booth phone booths mm-hmm. to we have phones that fit in our hand to developing one that they're trying to say that you can put a chip in your head yeah so things that people then would never would think thought would it was thought possible. of. You've seen the development of cars from, uh, you can go from the first, the 4T model mm-hmm. to the Maybach that they have now. Yeah. And you can see the development and the progression of cars. Everything is because the next generation said, I want more. Yeah. But those who are in business, this is the difference between societal and those who are in development. Societal will have you up challenging and go against your own children because y'all are going different. But let's be honest, which let's say honestly, the white man, when he's sitting doing business, what does he do? He has a council. There's a board of trustees, a board of members who are on a company who, when someone comes up with an idea, they take it in front of the board. Yeah. And the board says, let's think about this. And they make a decision. Right. So they're embracing the change. Mm-hmm. If you all have ne- my favorite phone, I don't give a damn what nobody tell you. It was the BlackBerry. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go. That was my phone, man. Yeah, I, I love wars will fall over BlackBerry versus iPhone, bro, man. BlackBerry. But if you watch the, the movie BlackBerry, I really suggest everyone watch that movie. BlackBerry is a short film that shows you. How you can develop and grow, or you can stay stagnant and die. Because in the end, the whole movie is is fun and it's just whatever. But the final 30 minutes of the movie shows how Blackberry went out of business. They were the world's, they were iPhone before iPhone. They were the go-to. They were Apple. No, they were iPhone, they were Apple before it was. Blackberry had a corner in the market. Everybody wanted it, but the man over it wouldn't change his mind and just say, look, develop the phone more, bring in more. He, he just wanted to do the same thing. And they, and iPhone just kept developing. We have it iPhone. And I, it destroyed them. But it showed a stagnant mind, a one that does not want to change, rebellious, whatever you want to call it. If you're not open to change, 
this is what can happen to you as a people. Mm. This is what can happen to your family, your life. If someone's bring, we're taught, man, thank you for letting me run real quick. I'm going to stretch out a little in this bitch. Um, we're taught <laughs> that when one brings you knowledge, look carefully into it. At least you do more, more harm than good. So that's the board. That's the God in you. That's the civility that when someone's telling you it's time for a change. Yeah. You have to be open to look wisely into it to be like, okay, we're here today, but where does 10 years from now lead? Yeah. Like the four, the, 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 the four cars originally when people, um, let's give even better. Um, the what's the, the train company? I forget the name one. It's the Amtrak. Not Am no the one that was the one that does all the, the, the transportation. They the brother so Ford was in development and then they had the train company. Both of them doing well. But trains were the way of transportation back then. Mm-hmm. People didn't take cars because they thought cars, if you went over 30 miles per hour, your brain explode back then. <laughs> why so that's what happened with the cars and if i'm getting my numbers off you understand me look it up but then what happened was the wright brothers mm. went to the train company and said this is our new idea this is what we're thinking this is the wave of the future people can fly we need you know some investment we'll make you a partner to this blah 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 <laughs> they went to them to ask them it worked as a bad thing and a good thing because it forced them to do what they did. But they rejected them, laughed at them, said people will never fly. Trains will always be the way how business is being done. But what if that company would have invested into the Wright Brothers back They'd then? They'd still be around. They'll relevant. be a relevant billion-dollar company. Yeah. They're just making a couple millions because people are still transporting back and forth. But if you would have got into the plane industry... Man, you'd be... Looking at it back then, before developing to what it is now. You rock it, man. Man, come on. So it's, it's looking into the future and embracing change yeah. and not fighting all oh, because you know that don't work. That's 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 heebie jeebies. <laughs> that's not the way we've been doing it. That's that word. That's it. That's that what I always the way say. We've been doing we've it. We've been doing it like this for years. Why would we change? You know what? It, it, what you said earlier, when when you're not when you don't have the ability to change anything that, that stays the same, right? Mm-hmm. If you're an older person and you never stretch and you never exercise, you atrophy. You get stiff and then you really start to go down. Some 40-year-old listen to this like, damn, he's right. <laughs> A lot of folks, they're not old, they just don't stretch. They don't yeah. eat white. They don't, they don't, they don't, they're not flexible. I remember when I was very, very young, People thought that when you were a young warthog. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a young warthog. (laughs) No, but I remember them talking about the internet on on the newscast, and they were saying it was a trend. Yeah, I remember when rap was a trend. Mm. I remember when the black thing was a trend. I remember when you know so many of the things that people like anime was a trend. Video games was a trend. Now these are some of your biggest, these are the biggest industries. That is it. You know, if you were uh, doing anything on a computer back in the day, you were a nerd. 
if you're on the computer today, you're a regular person. That's just the way human beings operate. If you're not on the computer today, then something is wrong. <laughs> right. Then you're, you know, a Neanderthal cave person. <laughs> right. You know, and so that just shows with the mindset, you have to change. You have to be flexible. And when people like fight between generations, I'm like, man, when it become the us versus you and those who watch cartoons and stuff like that, it's like kid next, kids next door. It's the, uh, they have, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's, it's really funny. You have to watch kids show. show. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's little kids. They have their own society and the adults have a completely different society. And it's like evil versus good. And, you know, and all the in-betweens and the teenagers have their own society. And that's how people actually operate that way. Sometimes when they understand that they are a whole community, that they're a community full of people who have things to bring to the table, then you can advance. But if you forever just look at, hey, it's us versus you, and we ain't do it like that back in the day, and it was, then you can't grow, you can't develop. And it, yeah, it's stuff that happened, like with millennials, uh, with with uh, Generation X. It, it, of course, we can look at each time, and that's the timeline of life that encompasses us all, because as a you know a baby boomer or as a, you know, whatever generation that you fall under, you're still here. You're in the current generation. You have not died and passed on uh-uh. and become an ancestor. So all of this is your generation. Who told you that there was a difference between that period and this period? You're in the same timeline. It's like when you think about people in the 40s, you didn't look at them as some type of generation. Everybody who was living in the 40s, you considered them or in the 20s. Or, you know, in the 10 or 1800, you'll just say the 1800s. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? They're all in the same timeline. And it's the same with us. If you're living in the timeline of where we are now, then we need to be working together and using the experience of what was going on and using the, the knowledge of what's going on now, we can all advance. Because we, if we know, okay, well, houses were more affordable and I don't stay on the jobs this long because we've seen what happened. People don't stay on jobs for, for years because we see that the jobs have no loyalty to their employees. They'll lay off thousands of people in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. You know, just because they've merged companies or, you know, and the people who have the experience and the knowledge and the know-how, they will cut them because they go, oh, well, you're getting paid too much. Oh, well, you know, uh, you're coming on your tenure and all that, and they not care. I remember, for those of you here in Atlanta, remember when those doggone, um, uh, when the cement busted through? Remember they had to collapse in the the highway and the bridge? um, Oh, yeah, 85. 85, then 20 um, collapsed, and it was a big hole in there. Yeah. And what was funny is they were trying to find somebody to repair it because nobody knew how to do it. It was like all the people who did it retired or they had passed on. And so without that knowledge, yeah, you're enjoying the, the, the fruits of their labor. And all of us are standing on somebody's shoulders in the past. And so we have to look at the lessons of the past, but we also have to embrace the, the innovation of the future and the now, because there are kids now who are brilliant. They don't have those same things that were holding past generations back, like I cannot do or I cannot see. They have the energy. They have the vigor. And it's up for us to provide guidance so that they can have that energy directed in the right way. And they can show us some things. 
as well and how to look like there's nobody more financially savvy than this generation. Bruh. They can they understand finance. We have shared so much and they're doing stuff at a lightning speed. They're able to create businesses. They ever create lifestyles that were just dreams for people. That not too long ago, it would be a dream for you to work in any country at any time and not be tied down to anything. People live that life and are millionaires. Yeah. Nomadic, living a nomadic life from country to country. Yeah. Enjoying other people's culture. That was not a possibility a few years ago. You know? So I, I, I love the fact that we can learn and develop and grow and not just argue about, man, you know, when I was, y'all, now there are things to, to really consider because mental health as a, is at an all-time high because a lot of people don't know how to handle everyday life. Yeah, I was going to go there with you too, bro. That there are a lot of things that we do have to consider yeah. that are differences between our generation. Yeah. Like one, a major difference in our generation is that our, our grandparents were actually freaking older people. Our parents were actually 30 and 40 years old. Or if our parents were 20, 25, having children versus having... You know, children at fourteen and fifteen, and it's still kind of questionable. It was still happening, but it, it was happening, like, but it wasn't like a prevalent thing. Yeah. And then those who did get married, those those age, not all of them. There are always there the anom- anomalies. There's always some a few people that exceptions to the exceptions rule. to the rule. But it wasn't the the standard, right? It was like those who were getting married when they were young, and they went off and started a farm, had thirty kids, and stayed together their whole life. Not 30 kids, but you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it, there, there's different things that in our generation that we could have kept. Yeah. Um, the home, the mainly being the home, the family unit, right? There are, I remember, growing, it's me. I grew up, we ate as a family at the house. Yeah. You know, McDonald's, to a lot of us growing up, was an enjoyment. Was that was a luxury. That was a luxury that we got to do every now and then. Like, Everybody know what it sounds like to hear that. Do you have McDonald's? <laughs> right. It was two ninety nine <laughs> for a happy meal. Right. That was Did you, you can't get two ninety nine. Right. But that was a luxury for us. It is a common thing now for yeah. the family. Like we're gonna go stop off at uh, Mario's. We're gonna stop off at this restaurant and get something to eat and then go home. It's a luxury to have a home-cooked meal nowadays. Yeah. Isn't that a sad thing? That's a very sad thing because now you can look at all the different uh, sicknesses that are going on in the family where everybody's uh, dementia, uh, uh, chest problems, all these other things. But look at your diet. Yeah. Uh, there are other things that we could talk about. Um, the, the information that's being passed down from one generation to the next. Yeah. Grandparents sitting down with their grandchildren. Hey, you know, we used to do this back in the day. Or teaching and training. Teaching and training. The, some things that I do look at the difference between one generation and the next, those are things that, yeah, I can see y'all did do better. Yeah. But some things I can look at y'all and say, no, you had caps on your mind. Yeah. So therefore, you wanted to want, you would not develop and grow. Yeah. But if you sat down and said, well, I believe I could do this, and that's it. There's some things that in our generation, we do not believe in the glass ceiling. Yeah. We say, tomorrow, we're going to start making video games as a way of income. Last generation. That wasn't a possibility. That wasn't a possibility. You see people streaming games all day long. Millionaires. And making millions of dollars doing that. Yeah. That was the cap on the mind back then. And that was the cap on technology as well. 
and like I love the way you said there, there's no cap because on what you could do because in those in our just not just a few short years ago you could be fired for the way that you have your hair especially black women okay, they couldn't wear their hair in a natural state yeah. as black men I remember being young and people really not believing that black people were smart enough to be quarterbacks. I remember where... Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they considered a quarterback was a prestigious leadership position. And they didn't want black people in that position. And then when black people started to be quarterbacks, you had to be this cookie cutter, fit what... And, you know, it's still like that in a lot of ways uh. because of who owns the league. So they want you to fit this same... And that's that's been all over. And mm. it's still like that in a lot of ways for a lot of people. Mm. But what a lot of people have done is reach... Really, what we've done is going back to what we've known. Because especially as black people, whenever we have built something, it was literally destroyed. So we've oh, had man. our own businesses. We've had our own companies, trucking, and our own industry where we didn't need anyone. But every time we would build these types of things, it would get destroyed. The same thing, like you said, with each generation, no matter where you are, there were some things that they did good and some things that they did bad. Like, they didn't have a lot of emotional intelligence. And so, a lot of times, fathers didn't know how to talk to sons. Yeah. And they didn't know how to express their love. And, you know, that has its own background of why that was happening and everything. But we do that a lot better. Um, For the generations that lost fathers and the fathers weren't in the home, this new generation is picking up where that shit was left off. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that's not talked about is if you go into past generations, there wasn't, right now we have a lot of male versus female where you got one. Talk about it, bro. Come on. Where you have men and women that don't value and respect each other. I'm going to say this while you running. Mm-hmm. I'm pissing my off. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke, you know, it's a joke. But that disrespect of that battle between the male and female has become the reason why we went from having two genders to 50 million. Yeah, because we don't respect one another. We don't respect one another and we don't understand self. Yeah. So with not understanding who you are, not appreciating, not being able to say, this is me, this is you, we have roles. I don't care what no one says. If you don't, it's like going, it's like, imagine watching the movie <laughs> and everybody wants to be Batman in the movie. <laughs> All of the villains, Batman. Right. The, the extras walking they down the street want to be Batman. No one wants to play their role. <laughs> they want to play the role of someone else. Yeah. How is society supposed to function and make that movie good. Let me put put a little more, more season come on, on come what on, you said. Come on. Now, when someone, Emerald. you said know yourself, but here's the thing. When people don't know the truth, they'll create their own. And that's what we're dealing with. Man, look. Uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> Go ahead. It's, it's so true. When, when people, when you don't understand the world around you, You'll create whatever is out of your imagination. Come on, man. And here's the thing. Just just really speaking with our own generations, because we're all within the same generation. We're in this timeline. And we have to stop looking at the red ant versus the black ant and look at who's shaking the bottle that we're in. It's getting us to fight. Come on, brother. 
so we can learn and develop and grow from one another with all the knowledge that they had of how to grow food, of how to treat one another, how to be respectable, how to be resilient men, how to be resilient women, how to be knowledgeable and use the things that your femininity has and navigate the world in a way that it beckons at your feet. Come on, brother. Keep talking that Women man. were so powerful hmm. that men fought wars over them. Men were so powerful that they commanded respect amongst everyone. And now when things are in chaos, especially here in the West, the United States, where everyone, when you don't have respect and knowledge, and when things are being taken away like our morality, this guns have always existed in our, our most recently remembered generations. Because of the moral values that we had, people didn't go out and just mow down people. They didn't just go out and just shoot people randomly. But when the morality has left from past generations, when people don't have a moral ground to stand on to say what is right and what is not, when the sickness comes, when the knowledge of the generations are lost of how to cook a home-cooked meal, and so now they're not getting the herbs and the medicines now they're not eating cleanly. They're not raising their own food and cattle. When the generations of financial stewardness, being a steward of your own finances, and then you have where people have needs and then wants and desires, and they're being manipulated by those who don't have their best interests. When people don't share true history of what was actually happening and from all perspectives, then you get propaganda and someone can just tell you something. And you just run with it. So we need each other. You know, generation uh, from wherever you think your standpoint is, we need each other. We need to listen to each other. And the most thing is we need to act on what we know and not just talk shit. Like anybody can have a podcast. Ooh. Like I'll speak on it because you actually go out and you help the community. Mm. People talk about the community, but do they do the work that you're doing? Mm. Can someone? The first thing is I'm not going to listen to you if I'm hungry. Jesus understood that. And so he fed, a lot of people, they look at the fishes and the loaves. They go, oh, the fishes and the loaves, the fishes and the loaves. But the miracle wasn't the fishes and the loaves. The miracle was the, the sermon that he gave. Because he was just, it wasn't that, hey, let me show you a magic trick. I can turn uh, uh, five fishes and feed 5,000. That's not what he was doing. What he was getting you is to stop your belly from rumbling so your mind and your ears can hear and your brain can understand what's going on because the lesson is in the Sermon of the Mount, not the feeding of the people. And so when, but we look at the separation of the two and go, oh, well, that's the separation. Mm -hmm. Feeding people versus sermon. Look, if you can't feed me, I can't hear. So not only are you feeding my body and showing me love through the act of what you're doing, you're feeding my mind and showing me from the act of what you're saying. So it's one and the same. It's the whole thing. And so a lot of people think about, well, I do a lot for the community, but you don't share your knowledge. Brave don't sense. feed me. Teach me how to fish. You said a lot, man. <laughs> you were killing it, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, even down to the fact of, like you said, simply start with the sermon and the mount. He only was able to feed the people because they were there. Yeah. They came there for this, but I also did this. But with that, it is you had to do what? Show up. Yeah. 
you had to be a part of the number in order to receive it. Yeah. That's another conversation because that's deep within itself. <laughs> the other part that you said deep was that we all exist together in the same time. And when you, that's what I said, the simplicity of things are always actually more in depth. Yeah. Because yes, we are, you have probably at this point, 10 decades that are all put together. People that are 114 are still living still around. around. Down to someone who just got born two seconds ago. Yeah. We're all together in one day. If that be, with that being said, there's knowledge that we all have to use to work together. Yeah. If we do not work together within this dispensation of time, this moment, we can die. And most of us, again, birthday racism, generational racism. Trying to find a, another way to divide each other, man. <laughs> all of it is division for what? Because if if the older person, let's do the example of dealing with the the, um, the uh, concrete breaking and burning here in the city. If the older persons who were retired had been brought back to give a little bit of knowledge to say, hey, this is how you fix this, then what? We had a hold that we've been trying to figure out, instead, except for what, it was a month and a half it was gone. Oh, it had been freaking two years trying to figure this thing yeah. out. If the younger generation had to come up with a way to come up and express expressly use the internet for business, say, hey, look, y'all doing it, but look, let me come up with this idea. We can do business like this. We don't have to be in the office too often. We can all travel. Let's rearrange um, the office. Now we got Zoom. Mm-hmm. And Zoom can add out and do this more. Now, nah, you know, we're going to continue to stay in the office. Well, COVID come, now what happens? Then, then you shut down. Completely. Completely. So we all are having to work together in the appropriate time mm-hmm. so that we can work. But again, society. When we say the white man, it's not being a, when I say the white man, it's not being racist or prejudiced because black folks can't be racist. Whole another conversation within itself. But we're not saying that. It is just the reality of that who runs the world. It's literally what it is, is it's elites versus everyone. What people who have termed themselves elites or behave as though they're greater than everyone else. And it's funny because people have, they like we only use white over here, you know, in, in European style countries. Mm-hmm. But what it is, is people gave up their actual identity, their culture, in order to embrace a concept called white. You're not white, you're Italian. Not white, you're Irish, you're Scandinavian. You you know, whatever it was that, that, whatever it is that your beautiful history comes from, you know, in order to let all of that go to just call yourself this one thing in order to break, embrace uh, something that could be for you as a possibility. That's how they divided us. All day long. And so when we realize that, wait a minute, they're using all of these psychological tricks in order to obtain more greed. It's not wealth. What that is, it's greed. That it is comes it. a point where if you have more than enough, it becomes junk. It's not riches if it if it's clutter. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You can have a bunch of beautiful things, but if you can't move in your apartment, you're called a hoarder. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So having everything is being a hoarding and it becomes junk. But if we pulled all this out individually and only apply what is relevant to you, now it becomes a thing of beauty, it becomes riches, it becomes grander. And the thing is, the more that you have, the less that you know. I want to go, I want to go more into the other conversation. Have you ever heard the term um, wiser and weaker? That's, that's I heard it individually, that, I guess. But so what they say is every generation becomes wiser, but they become weaker. Ah, oh, damn. And so, and that that is expressly true. With every generation, when there's hardship that comes, they become more uh, uh, resilient. They become strong. And then, as easier times, they be, they find out innovative things to to do, but they become physically weak or weak in a lot of different areas and things are lost. But that's why it's so important for us to see each other as a whole community so that the mm. wisdom and the strength isn't, isn't lost. My, my father, Tim Hargrove Sr., yeah. he, he says something that, that a lot that, that, that makes so much sense. He said, look, the young man may have the strength, but the oh, old man, man knows the way. That's right. He said, but if you get a, 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 a strong young man that listens to the wisdom of the old man, you have a powerful man. The Nation of Islam says the same thing. We said, old for counsel, young for war. Mm. Same thing that you same just thing. said. It, it, it's, it's the counsel over here is to give the guidance for the young man. Yeah. Older man has the wisdom, younger man got the strength. Put the two together, the younger man becomes wiser in his moves. Because now you're not moving off of emotions, you're not moving off of ambition, you're moving off experience and knowledge. When an older person tells you, hey, look, I've been down that road, don't do that, son. Ain't it funny that that they have the common person operating in this, this versus that, but people at the elite level they have counsel. All day. They they the the young listen to the old and the old listen to the young. When you're in those huge business meetings, there are young uh CEOs as well. There are people who are gonna continue the co- the company all the way into the future. And they're they're literally scheduling things out 50, 100, and ye- 100 years, 150, 200, 300 years out. And because they understand that they're going to use that knowledge and pass it through their generations. That's why they're very careful in how they choose mates. Breeding. <laughs> they, they, like you said, they breed correctly. They look at, well, we got blue blood. And they understand what that means. Yeah. They look at what your background, what your historical background is. Yeah. Yeah. Where you come from. What, what's being developed in that. And they don't ostracize their old elders. Their elders are not put in homes and things. And I'm talking about at the elite. Not just rich don't mean nothing. But at elite levels, they're still listening to their great-grandfathers. You want to give an example? You don't like the person, but it is what it is. We look at truth. Take away everything else. Look at Donald Trump and his children. Mm. Don't care what's going on. Who's making the final say-so? <laughs> exactly. Donald. They all go, well, I have to talk to my father. Even the daughter, she's married to someone else, and she's still, I have to talk to my father. I As a community, to. we need we need to go back to that. Right. Because we've lost a lot 
especially as a black community through our culture, because if you look at other black areas, they consult the council of the elders. Even though they have all of this other things and all these other innovation, we have to listen to one another, man. And it's just, it's crazy to see like, oh, it's us. We did this back in my day, but that, your back in your day don't exist no more. It's gone. It's, it's gone. Gone with the wind. Everything has changed. So you have to look at, well, this is the way we do it now, but what you do it now don't work. You know, uh, the, the foolishness of what, what goes on on the internet. And I'm saying all of us are foolish in, in some way. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody else is perfect. Oh, man, I, I thought you my were. Fault. Damn, my fault, brother. Damn. I've been putting you on the pedestal all these years. Why are you going to just tell me this? But what we need to do is we need to learn. We need to learn from one another. We need to learn from ourselves and, you know, embrace the things that makes us different and see how that, that can create a better today. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow ain't here. You know, of course, prepare for tomorrow and things like that. But what are we doing in our now? that we're enjoying it and we'll even enjoy it in the future. I think that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. Just what are we doing that we need to bridge the gap? Mm. Exactly. We didn't talk about the problem enough. What are we doing, what are we to, doing do to bridge the gap and bridging the gap? One takes a conscious effort from, one community to the next. Yeah. And and this is one, you gotta stop listening to BS that the folks around you is just most of us BS. Because how a person ain't done, I'm kind of conscious I'm saying this, but a person who hasn't done a lot in their life gonna tell you how to do something in your life. Yeah. Some can, but most can't. And they can tell you how to do something because they're telling you from what they did wrong. But if they're still in the wrong, and perpetuating the wrong, they're not going to tell you how to do something right. Yeah. A person who's done wrong and old age, like I love listening to old people. I had an old dude who was a gangster when he was younger. I'm talking about real nigga to his heart, gangster. <laughs> but I'm real. <laughs> right, I'm a nigga, and you go talk with the brother now, and he's not in the same mindset. Yeah. He's like, nah, man, he hit, bro, that's not cool. And stop. And they come to you differently. But if he was still out there, hey, young man, you know what I'm saying? This is how we, we thug. We real niggas. You know what I'm saying? He's still trying to tell you how to be a real nigga. That ain't knowledge. Time you know, for niggas is over. It's way over. Yeah, the nigga is not a person. Nigga is the mindset. mindset. This y'all understand that. Nigga's an ignorant person. So how do we change this? is by first starting with that beautiful thing that we keep talking about in our hand that both ours keep going off is this phone. What are we looking at? Are we looking at, as our producer says, Huki Hana and uh, Suki Nu and, and the music they're listening to? Whoever is the person that they put in front of your face and say, hey, this is the new standard. The standard of beauty and the standard of way of doing things. Are you running the opposite? Like, what are you studying? And I look at it like... During COVID, everybody, the, the everyone wants to run back COVID for different reasons. Yeah. But the intelligent ones of us say, man, I wish I'd have been more in school. Mm. I did something to develop my brain. That way, I'm closing the gap between my life and something better. Mm -hmm. Closing the gap between yourself and the next older generation is just being making a conscious effort to say, 
I want better for the future. Yeah. In order for me to do better, like the Sankofa, in order to know where you're going, you got to know where you've been. Yeah. I got to look back and get information. Um, my grandma, it's stuff that comes to me and it, it seeds to drop in my life. They plant themselves, but like, they're like mustard seeds or oak trees. It takes a minute for them to bloom because they take a root down first and then they shoot up. They said one time when I was younger, my mother said, old people, when they die, they're like a novel being burnt. Hmm. You would never get it back. Yeah. She just said in, in a conversation, kind of walked off. Then somebody older died. And I was like, damn, I wish I could talk to them again. I wish, I wish, I wish I never met her. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, at that point, the understanding became that's the gap. Yeah. When people are here, go talk to them. Yeah. Because once they're gone. But the, and the thing is how we spend our time, you know, not just sitting and talking. I saw something beautiful. I thought it was uh, really, really cool. But the, a lot of people post uh, the videos of uh, older Asian people dancing to hip hop. Yes. And, um, <laughs> you know, for me, that's a, a, a great way to bridge that gap. Is is in what the time that we spend, the things that we do, you know, their eighty uh, year old grandma Marlon, she she plays video games, mm-hmm. and there's a uh, <laughs> there is you know so many different ways that we can integrate each other instead of being stagnant and one person or one generation doing this and another generation doing that, we can all do things together that we enjoy. What's whatever's in your tribe, you know, and I think that that is a wonderful way. You know, you like to play cards. There's somebody out there who play cards who's older than you. You know what I'm saying? Who's a trotting? Look, my aunts and my uncles, they they are cool as hell. And I remember them talking to, like, my, uh, my younger cousins and stuff like that. They was like, look, we ain't lame. We just got old. That's, That's it. it. That's <laughs> we it. ain't lame. We still, we still just as cool as we were. <laughs> it's just that y'all don't realize it. Y'all put us in this box. But that's not what we do at all. We still do this. We still have fun. We still... And it wasn't until... They start really seeing that, hey, they still they still know how to party. They still know how to uh, have a good time. They still travel. They still have have the thing, but they know how to do it in their own way. In their own way, in their bodies, because yeah. their body ain't going to move like yours no well, more. <laughs> those who have let themselves atrophy. But right. my aunts and uncles are in their 80s, and they move great. They they dance great. They like A lot of people don't even realize that they're that in that that age range, yeah, that's when I start stretching. You know what I'm saying? That's, then we got to get it together because yeah. they out doing this, you know, and they're in the eighties. <sighs> and so a lot of people, of course, you're not going to be as what you were when you were younger, but you can be so much better with their knowledge. Their knowledge telling, hey, this is what you need to eat, this is what you need to do. Mm. And so, you, like you say, when we can all do that and stop fighting between what was and what it, what what may be. We need to look at what is right now and make things better between the generations. Uh, you know, we like to put seasoning on everything. Oh, no. The seasoning that I'm buying is real. I'm just going to put some um, some parsley and some Lowry's <laughs> on this one. Not too much. But the example for the seasoning would be, mm. I love New York parks. Because if you go to New York parks, like you're saying, find ways to connect and do you see a lot of older and younger people playing chess. Yeah. When you see them playing chess, it's 
it's a bonding thing right there. It's yeah. camaraderie still, but it's a bonding between the old and young and the 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 pros and uh and the amateurs on a subject that we can all grow and learn from. Yeah. And it's the same thing, like you said, go find something that you all have in common. Yeah. It may be reading, it may be a, a conversation about a book. It could be anything. It could be anything that you could have to grow, but you will never, never underestimate the experience and the knowledge you get by coming together with somebody older because they can see something from their time that, as you said, wiser but weaker because the more intelligent we get, we step away from understanding the foundation and stuff a lot of time. We get into this astronomical astrologies of like, hold on, you, you, you're, you're not grounded anymore. And because you're not grounded, you're missing the point of what he was saying, just like with Jesus on, Jesus on the Mount. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm done. I'm going to moonwalk off this mic. <laughs> I've been talking too much. My mic, my breath is hot. My microphone's starting to catch <laughs> Turn red with flames. I'm gonna get me a mint. Um, love <laughs> I love y'all for listening, man. Thank y'all. Yeah, really this, appreciate y'all for coming through. This is the boy Yams. Oh, you one side note. Our background. Batman. He is an example of this. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. The not kind of in some ways going back getting information. Alpha was his. Alpha was always his bridge. Alpha was his bridge to see the past and the future yeah. at the same time. Without Alfred... He wouldn't have been able to do nothing. He couldn't have done nothing in his no, life. He probably would have been Mouse Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's just random. Uh, my favorite movie, uh, Batman Begins, playing in the background. But, yeah, I, I, the whole conversation, I've been looking at the movie like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing how they, how they really... Where they were actually the dynamic duo, not him and then Robin. Not Batman and Robin. I mean, he was literally just simulating the way that he was growing up. Yeah. Man, with, I guess with that being said, it's uh, dark shining light here. <laughs> uh, I appreciate. Darkness, everybody. Darkness. <laughs> Look, I appreciate y'all coming in. I wish uh, I wish you, you and your families and everyone else the best. Y'all remember, like, subscribe, y'all comment, share. Tell somebody, tell somebody, tell and, somebody. And know somebody and tell somebody. And actually listen through. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Be easy, baby. This is Tim Hargrove, known as Nuba. Tune in for Cocktails and Conversations Friday, 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Subscribe, like, and tell somebody.